not wanting him to have ventured up there for nothing. She began to flick through her files on screen. Are you all right waiting? She glanced up. Do you want tea or something? Oh, I'm fine. Rupert moved aside a stack of books and took a seat on the battered leather couch. The girl at reception is getting me a coffee. She's, uh, very eager to help. I'm sure she is, Alice murmured. Fresh from drama school, the new assistant Saskia was especially accommodating to clients. The attractive male ones, that was. Ah, got it. Let me just print you a... The words died on her lips as the computer let out a strangled bleep. Suddenly her screen began to blur into a sequence of binary code and hieroglyphics. No, no, Alice cried. But it was no use. Her mouse was frozen, her keyboard dead. What's wrong? Rupert hurried to look over her shoulder as Alice stared at the angry-looking symbols. Oh, that doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. She swallowed, not wanting to think about all the client data in peril. I wonder if it's just me or... An angry cry echoed up from downstairs. Not. She found everyone crammed into the reception area, arguing loudly. Vivian refused to let the Grayson Wells Agency inhabit anything as ordinary as an office block. Instead, Alice worked in a narrow three-story townhouse on a cobbled Soho back street. The agents operated out of low-ceilinged nooks. Visitors were greeted by a checker-floored lobby and Vivian herself held court from the second-floor drawing room, complete with damask wallpaper and a Georgian-style chaise longue. After years spent wilting under strip lighting in a grey cubicle at a corporate firm in the city, Alice adored her attic hideaway. She could play Radio 3, grow pansies in the window box, and never be bothered by the daily dramas of the other staff. Well, usually... Ducking to avoid the low lintel, Alice edged into the room. Vivian was fluttering her hands, as if she was having a fainting fit. The agents were milling about in panic, and Saskia was proclaiming her innocence in between dramatic gasps of dismay. Yes, it was business as usual at Grayson Wells. What's happening? Alice asked. Are everyone's computers... Fucked. Tyrell answered shortly, folding his arms across a spotless white shirt. A new agent from the States, he sauntered around in designer tailoring and box-fresh Converse sneakers, wooing prospective clients with talk about taking their careers to the next level, touching bases and leveraging their brand potential. I'm waiting on an email. My client needs his contract and... My blackberry's down and I can't function. Alice manoeuvred to the front of the room. I know this is a stupid question, she said, but has anyone called the technician yet? There was silence. And I'm guessing everyone's turned their computers off at the mains, she added, so this thing can't do any more damage. There was a lurch of motion as Anthony, the ageing literary agent, dived towards the power socket knocking his glasses askew in his rush to yank the plug out.
There! He held it triumphantly aloft, the flickering desk lamp reflecting on his bald spot. Well done. Alice patted his dandruff-speckled shoulder. Now, what actually happened? All eyes turned towards Saskia, standing beside the reception computer in a ruffle-necked blouse and pencil skirt. I didn't know it would do that, she protested immediately, blue eyes wide with innocence under flame-red ringlets. I was just downloading a file for research. Downloading? Vivian finally spoke up. Her face was pale as always, beneath a severe dyed black bob, petite figure swathed in a voluminous black pashmina and trailing ropes of pearls. Uh, Phil?